The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Quarter, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. And this portion of the show brought to you by the Law Offices of John Day, providing superior legal representation to injury victims and their families. You can find out more contacting johndaylegal.com. John Dinkins with you this morning, and Josh Bug joins us. He has faced the elements, he's gone through it, and he has arrived here. Not only arrived, he's arrived on time, even early a few minutes. So we appreciate it, Coach. And uh, it has been an adventure the last uh, five to six days. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we all anticipated it. I don't know if we anticipated it sticking this long. Um, yesterday was the first day I got out of the house. So it was nice to get out of the house, though, because my wife oh. was like, all right, you can go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're not, we don't worry about risking injury at this point. We're ready for you to get out of here. Yeah, she's um, like, don't take my car. That's, that was her instructions. <laughs> I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> uh, well, I, I know today we're going to talk probably more about weather than we are sports, really. But uh, – um, you were lucky. You were in a bye, bye week at the time, so rescheduling for you is not going to be quite as difficult as it is for everybody else. Yeah, so we had that Tuesday. It was our district bye. You know, when you have five teams, you know, one person is going to have that a couple times in the month of January. Um, but luckily for us, you know, we only have the one game to reschedule, and I think everybody else is in a little different scenario uh, some of them may even have to cancel some of their non-district games to make sure that they get it in. Now, when you think about rescheduling, is that going to be, I guess you have to just find a day and insert it somewhere on down through the month or something yeah, like that? Pretty much, um, you know, the coaches can talk about it, but the admin of the host school is going to, you know, have that final say. And I believe that we've picked a day for the uh, Oakland game. Um, we haven't finalized it yet, but I, I assume it's going to be played on a Monday. Not this coming Monday, but maybe the following one. And district tournament starts, you know, in February, so it's not three a lot weeks. of time, isn't it? Yeah, it we I mean, got three it, weeks left. It, um, I'm excited be... for our girls. I, I just I was talking to an older official the other day, and he's like, "You're just waiting on one or two kids to step up." Um, and I just I feel like we're closer than than it appears. Mm-hmm. Um, if we can get that ball to go in the hole down the stretch, you know, I think it's going to be fun for our girls because they're excited. So. Yeah, when you when you think about the weather, it's got to be nerve wracking for a coach because you're sitting there going, you know, we're we're pretty much immobile. We can't do anything, and you know you have to get permission to practice. Even well, it, the weather hasn't even cooperated enough to even uh, attempt because you know parking lots and that kind of thing are still pretty rough. Yeah, so it's just you know. It's so funny because we create these calendars and we think we have control, and then you know we always have to make adjustments. Um, but you know, we still don't have permission for other county schools to to practice. I did go up to the school yesterday. Um, the main roads are fine, but the parking lot looks like an ice rink. So I'm not going to anticipate us um, being able to practice until probably tomorrow. Um, you know, hopefully Monday. And some people think we may even be out of school on Monday, but. That's just something that you don't have control of, and just reminds you how human we are. It's uh, it's almost impossible to schedule. I know I know some teams probably attempted to ske- to practice yesterday, but then they had that little front come through, and then another little coating of snow on there made it pretty much impossible. What do you do? Uh, I, I guess I'm asking you what kind of person you are. Uh, does it is it nerve wracking for you not to be able to? I'm, I'm sure it is. I mean, and uh, but. What do you? What does a coach do 
in, in a situation where you're stuck at home? Well, it's tough because, you know, outside of the dead period, I mean, you know, we go all year, you know, yeah. from spring and, and summer with your high school teams. And I do a lot of travel basketball, I have for 10 years. And, you know, we can kind of plan on that dead period and we have vacations. But when you're vacationing at home and there's not a lot uh, necessarily for you to do. Uh, me personally, I exercise. We have a uh, a gym in our garage. We've got a treadmill. We've got um, place to do bench press and squat and things like that. Um, spend a lot of time watching film, filling up notebooks with ideas, and just communicating with your kids, just checking on them, seeing if they're all right. So, and and I guess too, they're trying to do some things individually just to kind of stay in shape at, at all possible. I guess. Yeah, I know. Uh, few of them went out to the MTSU women's game the other night, which was good. So they got out and got that interaction. Um, and I know several of them are trying to get into a gym anytime they can. And I texted them yesterday. I said, sorry, ladies. You know, we're not allowed to practice again. And I got the thumbs down. <laughs> you know, so I, I would imagine they, they, they're probably going a little crazy. Because, I mean, here they have. They've just worked in the summer. And, and except for dead period, they've been working almost year-round. And then all of a sudden for it to be completely stopped, I, I guess it drives them nuts, too. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, you know, just coming in this year and just kind of changing the culture. And people use that word lightly, but it's it's a tangible thing, what we're doing. Uh, even from just the amount of times we've been to the weight room, just this first five months of the year. Uh, when You know, you're used to working out and you're used to doing these things as a team, and then it just stops. You know, it's kind of weird. Uh, but we've got a good group chat, and I know they have their own group chat, and they say stuff in there that is is, you know – kid related which is fine but you know we communicate and we're connected and i think that's uh the biggest thing as you get into this final stretch of district play and one other question i guess about whether i know i pick up a few pounds while we're where we're sitting here hibernating <laughs> and uh which is pretty easy for me but i guess you have to kind of tell them do, do you i mean say just watch your watch what you eat and and that kind of thing and, and yeah you know because you're gonna have to be right at, i mean there's no boom boom we're at it again Absolutely. And, uh, you know, one thing I'll do is just share with them. So, like, if I do a run or something, you know, I'll share, like, a screenshot of That's it. That's a great idea. Say, yeah. hey, you make sure you stay active. Um, yeah, I remember during the COVID time, you know, we would actually have, you know, scheduled, uh, I guess they're called Zoom meetings. You know, we were using a different software at the time, but it's basically a Zoom meeting. Um, you know, when you don't anticipate, when you can anticipate that, you can schedule those things in. But, mm -hmm. you know, all the kids didn't necessarily have their laptops. So, really just communicating on cell phones. Yeah. And, and during that time, it wasn't like you, you didn't have to shut down completely. You could run, you could go out and yeah. do a couple of miles or whatever. But it's, uh, it's crazy. When we last talked to you, you had a, a loss to Blackman and a win over Lead Academy. And um, tell us about the win because I, I know you, you have played in some, in some games where, to me, looking at Riverdale, it's like one quarter that hurts you, or it's a little stretch of time that hurts you. Then the rest of the time, you're playing right with them. It's it's really crazy. I, I know I know you know. I don't need to tell you that. Um, it's for me. I have to try to put a positive spin on it uh, for myself, but more importantly for the players. But um, they're so much improved. And I can I can name several examples, but one player that really sticks out in my mind is Cheyenne Climber. Uh, this is a kid that's a rugby player at our school as well, um, and she's kind of been she's she was post, a right yeah she's she a post, post player. Yeah. Uh, she transferred over from Rockville. She was there when the school opened, and so she didn't really play last year. And then this summer, I kind of like gave her some grace, and she missed some of our summer stuff. But really, now that we've got into our season, she's getting so excited and and just to watch her improvement. 
uh, you use the Blackman, the Blackman game as an example, you know, and I'm not trying to compare her to the Dunbar kid. and think that's her last name, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, but she played very well against her. She had, you know, two or three blocks. She pulled in six or seven rebounds and scored seven points. And, you know, for us, you know, we want to celebrate those little things. And consistency is hard. Um, but that is something that we're teaching our kids as a core value in our program. And uh, I was listening to something, you know, success just success just does not show up. It's a byproduct of the things that are taking place beforehand. And so we're doing the right things. Our kids are bought in. They're excited. They're watching film. They're working hard. You know, they're excited to get back into the gym. And, you know, I really see a kid like Cheyenne Clymer being big for us down the stretch because, you know, when she controls the inside the way she did, it makes it easier for our guards. And the guards in our league are tough enough. She's extremely physical, too. I mean, she is that presence that you really need to have. Like you're talking about the block shots and the rebounds. And, and she does so much, whether she does anything offensively or not, she is a presence underneath there defensively. Yeah, and you just – you really can't teach that. Um, you know, it, and it's hard. Um, but she's very physical, and I think the fact that she is a rugby player, you know, we talked about the importance of embracing multi-sport athletes uh, and our team vision. Uh, and it's definitely important for where we're at right now. But she brings that onto the court, and uh, we're really proud of her. But not just her play on the court, but, you know, just the type of person that she is. And it's not just her. We've got a whole team full of kids that are just great young ladies. And, uh, you know, we want to measure their success on the scoreboard, but we're really measuring this group with where they're going to be five, ten years from now. I want to mention one other young lady, Waller. Um, yeah. My description of her is she's got so much talent, she doesn't know how to control it yet. Does that make sense? I mean, it, We've got a little joke, me and her. Um, I look at her all the time. I say, all right, look at me. And I make her look, and she goes, Yes, sir. And I'm like, you run this. And she was like, I do. I was like, yeah, you run this. I said, once you figure it out, like you're going to really run all this. I was like, you're in control. I said, not me, not those officials. Uh, But she's just so athletic. She's very gifted. Um, You know, I, I said this when I first took the job and I realized we had her in the program and she was a young player. I was like, if you were to draw a high school basketball player, it's her. Yeah. Yeah. She's. She's athletic. She's got long arms, long legs. Um, her speed is tremendous when it comes from just baseline to baseline and burst to speeds. But uh, she's really kind of taken over that point guard role from Nora Haney, and uh, she's scoring the ball a little bit better. I think she's averaging 10 points in her last three or four games, which is big for her. And so we need to see her be consistent with that. Um, kind of frees up Nora, too, to do some other things than rather bring the ball up the floor, you yeah. know. And I just think the more she watches film and the more experience she gets, you know, playing good guards like, you know, Kalen Flowers and a um, Lyric from, yeah. from Blackman. It's just great experience, you know, because a year from now she's going to be going into her junior year and she still have two years ahead of her. And once I – once we can help her figure out the defensive end and really just how to position her body and how to read, you know, passing lanes and stuff like that, I just think the game will become easier yeah. to her. And that's that's where we've struggled a little bit. There's been like seven or eight minutes that's been a stretch, maybe one quarter in a game where we've just been really uh, defended very well from the other teams, whether it's a Chevyville or a Blackman. Um, but she has that ability as an individual player to be an elite defender uh, and a floor general. And that's what we're trying to coach her up to do and be right now. The win over Lead Academy, that's always big. Just to, just to kind of get that feel of winning again, you know, you get into yeah. a little bit of a losing streak and then boom, you got to win. Uh, that's, that's important, isn't it? Yeah, it's important. Um, you know, you got to take the good with the bad. Um, and, you know, life is like a roller coaster, it's yeah. full of ups and downs. And, you know, we, 
we are proud of our kids because we've eclipsed more wins than they had last season, and we've still got eight plus games left. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, we're optimistic. You know, we went over to Siegel. Uh, Seagulls scored the ball pretty well all year. They've got some good wins. Uh, went and scouted them against Rossview. And, you know, we're winning at halftime. Yeah. You know, and it's just that, that third quarter that really hurt us. Um, but, you know, if you compare that to last year and you look at the excitement we have with the rest of our district games, like we really feel like we have a chance to win a couple here. And that's 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 our plan. You got Rockville and Seagull this week, right, if, if weather permits and all yeah, everything goes well. They're both home games. Uh, Tuesday will be Rockville. Uh, Friday will be Siegel. It's homecoming week. You know, the kids have been out, so it's just – I'm sure it's going to be an interesting week from a teaching uh, and coaching standpoint. Um, and Rockville's talented. Yeah. You know, they're going to play a 2-2-1 back into a 2-3, and that freshman point guard they got is really talented. Um, you know, we're just watching a lot of film and just, just getting ready at this point mentally. Well, Josh, I appreciate you coming out this morning and uh, battling the elements to get here and uh, – um, just good luck this week and the rest of the way because I guess I won't talk to you again until we're in district play probably or region maybe. I don't know. I don't know how long it, it is, but uh, uh, good luck the rest of the way. I appreciate it. All right, that's Josh Bug, the head coach of the Riverdale Warriors. When we return, we're talking to Lonnie Drayton, Smyrna High School, as we continue with the Prentice Awesome Heating and Air Coaches Corner. This portion of the show brought to you by Last Kansas Feed Supply. <clears throat> If I can keep my voice, locally owned and operated by Coy and Jennifer Young, specializing in animal feeds, premium pet foods, farm supplies, and more. We'll be back. Stickers, labels, we do a lot of direct mail.